0: Matter of Faction
1: Podcast with Pricey and Brownie.
0: Here we are, Brownie. Episode 3, Matter of Faction Podcast. They told us we'd never make it.
1: And look at us now. Hey, we've got so much to get through with uh, heavy music this week. Not only here in Australia, but around the world. But um, we've got to jump into it first. Uh, there was a, a, a miscommunication. Would you dare call it that?
0: Oh, I think you just jumped the gun, Brownie. <laughs> I think I'd... you solidly jumped the gun.
1: Look, I do it a lot. There's some talk getting around at the moment. Boston Manor are doing something with trophy eyes. They put up a tweet about it with the word soon. With a photo of the with both with a photo of them, them with uh, both front men, so John Floriani and Boston Manor's front man. Right. Um, so you
0: jumped the gun on this and yeah. called that that's what a Destroy All Lions tour was going to be. Correct.
1: It was of the reason why they said they were going to have a Good Things Festival artist who hasn't done an East Coast uh, tour here before, and you narrow it down to four bands. It so was that- Baby Metal, Play Royale, um, Boston Manor, and Water Parks. And I was like, yeah, all the clues are there. This is great. This is it's going to happen. And then it didn't happen
0: solid gun jumping.
1: Yeah, you got to do it every time in your life. You know, sometimes you go out and a win, you win some, sometimes you go out and a win, you lose some. It happens. <laughs> but Play Royale making their return to Australia and your knowledge of this band isn't very I think you're known. more across this band yeah. than me. So the only reason I discovered this band and I'm happy to speak about it because, you know, it was such a good idea behind the movie that they were involved with. So let's flash back to last year. Andy Black from Black, Black Vale Brides. He was in a movie called American Satan. Ah, yes, okay. This was about, you know, a oh, band.
0: The soundtrack of which all done through Sumerian Records. Correct, that's yes. right,
1: yeah. So Jonathan Davis is on it. There's a, all the artists yeah. who are on Sumerian Records are on this. Mm-hmm. But because of contractual obligations with his record company, he couldn't sing any of the songs on any of the uh, movie soundtrack. So they got the band Pelé Royale in and they do all of the songs and Andy Black essentially just mimes in the movie to their singing. Gotcha. Which is, you know, they're fairly similar in style to an extent. One's more emo, one's more metal.
0: Somewhat like uh, back in the day with Queen of the Damned, again with Jonathan Davis. Yeah. All of the songs that the band in that movie did... Jonathan Davis contributed the vocals for.
1: So, you know, it goes to show that, um, unfortunately, you can be one of the biggest names in music or one of the biggest upcoming names in music, like Andy Black, but still, you know, there's that fine line that you can't do anything outside of your contracts and all that. So they're coming back, and look, I, I... Admittedly, I missed them at Good Things Festival, but I heard nothing but like energetic sets on stage. Agreed. And uh, some of the photos we've seen that are getting around out there, or even if you jump online and have a look at some of their sets, like they're, they're mental on stage.
0: Okay, great. Well, that's well one to get excited about. Then
1: go definitely check that out. Um, Cursed Earth um, surprisingly have put out their new is it well, an it's EP. Out, is it out an tomorrow?
0: Album? Out tomorrow? Well, I think they've just they've pulled up short of calling it either. Yeah. It's called the Deathbed Sessions. Yeah, And it's just a collection of songs from with, the
1: deathbed of the band when they thought that they weren't that gonna was do anything. Over. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And so when when you put out something like this and it's exceptional, but you don't know the future of the band, what, what does that mean? Like where well, could you be?
0: Well, I mean they've what they've done is they've gone and gathered up a number of vocalists that they respect and admire. To sing on these tracks, so obviously they were left with music beds there without vocals, yep. or the ability to put the vocals they had originally recorded for it. Uh, and they've gone and got a bunch of friends, bands they admire from bands they admire, and put this together. The deathbed sessions.
1: So essentially, it's 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 a cameo album. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not using any of these front men or women to take over the band. It's just hey, come sing on these songs that we've got that we yeah. want to do something with. Essentially,
0: yeah. And so we're actually going to fa- uh, feature it on The Faction this Good. week from yeah. tomorrow. Um, and it's a fantastic collection of songs. It's been nothing but absolute fire.
1: And there's, for example, the Joel Birch song. Joel yeah. Birch from the m Affliction features on a song. It's very short, but it's very fucking heavy. And I it's mean one like... One minute 29 or that's something? It, exactly. And I remember someone... Um, put a tweet out about it saying this song would be better if it was, you know, twice the length. And the band tweeted back, we'll play it twice in a row. And that kind of (laughs) makes sense, you know, because, you know, it's one that you need to listen to. The same thing can be said for Architects, uh, The Seventh Circle. Yes. Yeah, it's short, punchy, straight to the point, makes you want to listen to it again, that Mm. kind of thing. And so for the fans of Great answer. Oh, yeah, fantastic, right? And so for anyone who's wanted to hear Joel Birch do a heavy song go listen to this. Like, mm. this is like that, that that want and need and that taste of heavy from him that you wanted to listen to. But on top of that as well, I mean, there's so many fucking great artists who are featuring on this album.
0: Yeah, Booker and Sean from Make Them Suffer yep. are on there. Mark Poyter, Versions Crown. Ton of others. Yeah. and it, Those are the du- standout ones for me. They, and, were, they were killers.
1: And it's diverse too. So it's not the same artist and not the same kind of style the whole way yeah. through. Like Booker and Sean add that heavy and that melodic yeah. side to it. And, you know, it would be stupid for them not to feature on this album because Cursed Earth are from Perth, Make Them Suffer from Perth. It might have been a situation of like, oh, can you come to the studio? Wait, I'll swing by Mac is on the way and see you there in a second, that kind of thing.
0: <laughs> I hardly. Think yeah. The that, 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 that Make Them <laughs> Suffer people are. Eating McDonald's Yeah,
1: no, there's, there's much better food options over there in Perth And
0: a, imagine they're vegan
1: Oh yeah, okay, alright, yeah We should do. Like, some re- uh, yeah, possibly do some research Can't about- <laughs> cast that aspersion But my guess is we've gone, They
0: seem like very conscious people to me <laughs>
1: We've gone from people telling us they're vegans To we're telling people they're vegans <laughs> What's going on in the world Look, they uh, just
0: seem like very conscious people to me Yeah, okay?
1: exactly And very aware of their surroundings yeah. So that new uh, Deathbed Sessions is great If you ha- need something to listen to this week Tune into the faction and check that out Because wow, you'll be impressed Yeah Um would you dare say one of the biggest news pieces of the week would have to be grave mind
0: yeah signing to uh, grayscale records yep. albums out in july ah. uh conduit is yep. the name of the record the boys we both saw them at, uh, at Unify earlier this year. At Brownie. Big Sound last year, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. If, if
1: it wasn't for you, i got to say, you were, you were like, come check these guys out. As I said in the last episode, I'm not really much of like a deathcore, death metal kind of fan. These guys, no, they, they mash it up, man. Like
0: they're, bringing, they're bringing a lot of different influences into deathcore uh, that they make it really palatable. Yeah, if you're that's not, it, yeah. If you're not necessarily into super, super heavy stuff... It kinda doesn't matter. You're gonna walk into this, you're gonna see the performance and you're gonna see the passion on the stage and I, I, I think it's accessible.
1: The the By the thi- by most, if not all. The thing that drew me in is I'm I'm a fan of fast guitaring and I'm a fan of no strumming guitaring so if you can pick and you can tap and play the guitar at the same time that's impressive and for a band of this stature who you know they haven't really been out for quite a bit of time you know it's only been three four years correct me if I'm wrong there three and a bit three and a bit years yeah yeah. and to have that talent already is just insane like there's bands who I see who've been doing it for 20 plus years they can't Mm. even do that yet Mm. I mean sure they could but you know this is impressive to me and that's captivating enough I think
0: the big telling sign for me was seeing their crowd at Unify, and this was a band that has gone as a band to the festival since its inception. Yeah, just as fans, Ma- yeah, just as fans, and made friends that entire time. And it would have been so cool if you yourself had been going along to this festival all that time, and you'd cross paths with these guys, and then to see them up on the stage. Yeah. To go
1: from that fan watching other bands to playing that stage, you know, we, we, if, if we started the band, can you imagine what that would be like? You know, we get to the point where it's never going to happen, but you know, we get on stage and (laughs) and you're playing to a crowd like that. Like the people who you were with like years and years beforehand. Yeah.
0: I know for sure that the guys were, were very, very heartened by the response they had. They, they, it, it really stoked their fire.
1: And such an, an early set in the day and to pull a crowd like they like did that. too. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. I'm seeing kind of like, you know how you see these bands come through and like their, their, their popularity is so strong such early on in their career. Mm. I'm seeing a lot of that with Gravemind too, which yep. is just, you know, fantastic for them moving forward. And then, you know, there, there's this thing that sort of happens where bands make it and mm. then they spook the next band and it's kind of like a helping hand to the next band that come through so on and mm. so forth as opposed to the you know back in the day when bands would get big and forget everyone else around them that yeah. kind of situation yeah yeah so I'm, I'm. seeing
0: a lot of that helping hand happening in the Australian scene. Yeah,
1: yeah. At the moment, it's really great. It is. It's fantastic. And the best thing about it is, you discover bands you never thought you knew, and they might not be the same kind of style, mm. um, you know, deathcore, metalcore, core, whatever it might be, but they're still kind of similar in mm. regards to personality-wise and the the groups they hang out with and yeah. the kind of music they're into and all that. So totally. you know, the, the the heavy music scene is so diverse and so inclusive that you know. Mm. You're connected to someone in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. It's kind of like the the, the the six degrees of Tim Pricey way. You know, everyone <laughs> knows Pricey, and everyone's connected to you in some way, shape, or form.
0: Oh, look, uh look, I'm I'm very proud to have to have helped out Grave Minds. Yeah, um, and you know, up to this point, and and. Happy to have been a champion for them, for sure. Yeah,
1: and now let, let's see what happens next and, and the next big band that comes along and get behind them, spruik them. Get, Wind get, Waker. Yeah, Wind Waker are great. And talking about them, they, they're doing their shows these, Tonight, this weekend. Yeah, kicking yeah. off, yeah.
0: Tonight in Melbourne. And, you know, they they uh, actually had a smaller venue booked for this show in Melbourne, Right. Yep. which they then changed... And and booked the Northcote because they wanted to challenge themselves. Yep, yeah. They wanted to set a goal of selling it out. And I've got to tell you, it's within 20 tickets. Oh, really? It's so close. It's going to sell out tonight. And that's such like. I'm so proud of that band. They they have really set goals for themselves this year and blown them out of the water.
1: And seeing the support, once again, like another one of these ones who they've come up in the scene, they're in their band too, they talk to people. They
0: are super supportive of yeah, others as well. That, they they like, lift everyone up.
1: The amount of times, because they play big sound as well. They sure And yep. that was my first time coming across them. And sorry, Will, I thought you were a woman at the time oh, we wow. the on stage. Oh, wow. He knows He's this. He's short, this but is, this is an ongoing banter we've got. Like okay. I was sitting there at Crowbar when they jumped on stage. I'm like, "This band's sick." Who's that chick singing? And then looked up on stage. It's Will. Oh dear. Ah, uh, yeah. I, w- I wasn't disappointed or anything <laughs> like that. But like, he can do those heavy screams. Oh, yeah. And then those high pitch. Yeah. Like singing vocals, like that range on that guy is incredible. It is so, incredible. Yeah. I really enjoyed the Empire EP. Yep. I cannot wait to see their next, next move. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because everyone who always puts out an EP like that, it does well. And, you know, evidence is obviously with this show that's mm. about to sell out. Yeah. So what can they do next? Mm. And
0: You might want to keep your ear to the ground about uh, some, you know, some physical products coming oh okay i gotcha oh
1: so if you're a collector yeah in that regard yeah all right well we'll stay close to that talking about wind waker um well it's not exactly wind waker wind runner yeah you just literally showed me this band and i'm blown away
0: yeah it's a band from vietnam Uh, i came across them a little while ago uh i found their record label it's a record label called famined records um the the record label themselves are based out of the u.s but just about every one of their signings is from really remote locations around the world. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, and these this band in particular, they're from from Vietnam, and it's it's brutal, and it's fantastic, and it's it's not. I can't imagine that there's a massive hardcore scene in Vietnam. No.
1: Well, I I went. I over know there. there's
0: a heavy scene, but this is a real particular. You know, it, it's definitely you know hardcore it
1: also depends on on sort of where you go to because when i went over there last year i was actively looking for a show i'm like yep. i want to see what a show like show over here is like and they're kind of put on like once a month kind of thing yep. because it's so scarce over there like yep. from what i read, and is it almost illegal like to, a, what to an extent on? Yeah. yeah it's kind of like one of those guerrilla setups where it's at a club or a show or whatever and they play a show and then they go and then there's nothing else there again. Like Dead Mouse, for example, was playing there at one of the, the clubs they had and then there was nothing for like two months at that club. So it's kinda of like wow. very scarce to come across a show like that. But when you do come across a band or a show mm. like that, it blows you away. There's there's a band in Bali for the life of my for the life of me, I can't remember what their name is, but I all over here is when everyone goes to Bali goes and they see that band, they see that band and they yeah. leave mind blown. I'll find out what it is and I'll bring it up in a future episode.
0: Cool, yeah. So we added Wind, Windrunner this week, and uh, we got behind their last single as well. Um, Female fronted, but also you know, if if you were putting them in an Australian context, uh, you would say that you know very much like High Tension, Pagan, yep. but then uh, and I mean not an Australian band, but. Pretty much like knocked loose, but even heavier. Yeah. Um. There's and then there's this huge breakdowns and
1: you you listen to the song and you hear like three different styles in there. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's deathcore in there. There's and then there was even core. like a
0: really quite calm, peaceful. Like guitar noodling section as well.
1: Just so, you know, you can catch your breath when they play live yeah. and then, you know, get back into it again. And I like that. I like the diversity when it mm. comes to songs like that that take you on an adventure. That You know, the ones that aren't the same thing all the way through. Yeah, yeah. The ones that like They do like you... me
0: some light and shade.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there needs to be more of that. So Agreed. if you're a band and you want to get my attention, do that. But, like, my opinion matters. <laughs> um, Alexis on Fire. They're not doing an album, are they? This is the kind of thing that... Is getting fans talking. They've put out two singles so far. The most recent one, Complicit, came out this week, but still no album talk or EP.
0: Do you know what? I I don't think two singles doth a trend make. I I think there's still time. Ty- you know, you know, like in in a promo cycle, yeah. Two standalone singles in a couple of months doesn't mean there's not an album coming. Really?
1: I, well, because well, man- you're you're the professional at this. Would would there be a plan in place for them to?
0: I th- I think anything? we'll see an Alexis on Fire album before the end of the year.
1: Yeah. And if not, and if they are end up just
0: going to do a couple of sing- like a single every couple of months, then I mean, that's also a decent strategy being that that seems to be what is working across other genres and they're
1: yeah, okay, you know, yeah. not
0: necessarily worrying too much about albums. So, I mean, they could just literally be trying something different or they literally only have singles to roll out. Which okay, you know, would make which sense. they get together They get together every so often, bang out a single... You know, and do, do that as a way to sort of it.
1: you know give back to the fans because when they got That's back together again okay. everyone was losing their collective shit and to have them back now is great and I guess you know the, the want and need for them to do more mm. is what's getting fans going okay well when's this album or well, when's this EP coming out mm. so look I can get where you're coming from with just you know catching up for a bit recording a song going away because mm. you know they're older now they're not like the, all the bands were when they were around 10-20 years ago or whatever and mm. you know you, you can't, that was
0: their focus and they that's and, it, yeah. And even when he went away to when Dallas went away to do City and Colour, yeah, there was still a plan. You know, they had Alexis on Fire material in the bank to release after he came back Correct. off that tour or yeah. whatever. He hasn't been doing that. You know, he hasn't been banking up Alexis on Fire material. yeah. yeah. To do when he's finished with a City and Colour tour. Yeah, right. So you know, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if by the time the third single drops, that comes with the album. Okay, right, gotcha. And then yeah. you know. At a pure guess, like, if I were working in that promo team, like, these two singles have gone really, really well. They've been met with a lot of excitement, a lot of um, Approval expectation. Plays, and, yeah. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, a great rollout would be to have an album out by October, November.
1: Which would be good, just in time for Christmas, Correct. and then just in time for festival season here in Australia. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie, last time we saw them here was uh, Unify a couple of years back when they Correct, were first yeah. getting back together again. So to have them back down here, I mean, like any Alexis on fire is is better than no Alexis, good on, Alexis fire. on fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in some way, shape, or form, even if it's like an East Coast tour, because they're doing shows in the states. Am I right? Or they've played a show in the states? Ooh. I could the, be wrong uh, yeah, there. No, I can't yeah, all yeah, right, okay, yeah, I'm probably jumping ahead of myself. <laughs> um, Debate time. Here we go. All right. So I, a couple of months ago, introduced you to a pop singer by the name of Poppy. Original, I know. She had a song called X, which kind of had that blend of pop music with a dash of metal. Yeah. And I remember uh, I was talking about this online and people were like so divided. That's shit. That's great. Somewhat like the song,
0: Brownie. Yeah. Because it is very, this is pop, now it's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're back to pop. Now it's a heavy section. Now you know, it it actually it was schizophrenic in its I think purposely. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. In its in its construction. Uh which I'll admit I didn't know what to do
1: with yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah because you you wouldn't have heard something I, like that before. Uh, I mean, the you, more yes. I, the
0: more I go down the rabbit hole of these bands, the more I find a few more of them and I'm like, "Okay, I can see where you're going here with this." Yeah. I didn't like it at the time. You've just shown me their new collaboration with Fever 333. I'm here for it. You are now? I'm here for it. Welcome to the wonderful world of Poppy. <laughs> but I will I will tell you this before I got to this song, I needed to have heard other stuff that like there's other stuff that's kind of cushioned this for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It. So a little while ago, um I received a promo for a band called Skinned. S K Y N D. Yep. And it's great and it's very much in this vein as well pop vocals dark themes heavy guitars and it really uh to me is like the extension of like what lady gaga kind of does yeah 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 it, lady gaga looks down those dark themes but never went heavy with it yeah yeah she kind of represents it a little bit in her film clips and then you know it, her personal brand in that she goes and does you know um
1: she did that song with Metallica at the Grammys. Well, it was that. No, yeah. I just
0: mean more along, like she was in that TV series, uh, uh, American,
1: American Ghost Story. No, American, American Horror Story. That's the one. Yeah,
0: you know, and you know stuff like that. But she's never actually gone down any. the metal path. Yeah, yeah.
1: And she could pull it off. And, she and, could. And don't, and don't get me wrong on that. Yeah,
0: I think people like Skinned and Poppy, and even Baby Metal. Oh yeah, yeah. Extent, this is where we're going. We're yeah. going this dark and weird and probably this theatrical and gothic idea that there's a lot of guys out there that haven't been. And it's, you know, some of the stuff, the, the guys that have been doing this stuff, it's a bit tired and boring, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And look, let's let's look at, um, I'm just trying to think of the top of my head. Let, let's go for like an obscure mainstream artist mm. who teams up with an artist that they normally wouldn't example you know Ed Sheeran's a diverse guy right so he I know that he's teamed up with um a rapper recently I can't for the life of me remember who what his name was
0: I can't either because I don't care yeah
1: but they're what I mean by that is they're um blending the two genres together to make it work so in future we could see um Ed Sheeran teaming up with a metal band for example to try and dabble into that which is what's happening i guess you could say with what poppy's doing you listen to a lot of her other music i can't listen to it it's that whole needle in the ear stuff
0: do you know what though i i think for these things to work and not just be rejected on name without even opening the book so literally being judged on the the cover of the book yep is I think the pop singer needs no context. I don't think you can put an Ed Sheeran, and a or a Bieber or whatever, okay, gotcha, or, yeah, you know, or a you know Ariana Grande with a metal singer without it just being or a metal band or whatever without it just being rejected on face value, yeah, okay, because there's yeah. context with yeah, that pop yeah, singer. Yeah. Whereas if you have a pop singer that doesn't have the context of a big hit or or style, but then it's good. Like the collaboration is good, yep. You have more chance of it being lifted up by that. I, I think, you know, yeah, or, or at least the metal community embracing it.
1: On that, would the idea work better if it was an unknown artist? Like, I mean, I, that's let, essentially like, what you're getting
0: with Poppy, it, though.
1: With, um, let's say, for example, if. our, <clears throat> if ariana grande came into the scene right mm-hmm. but it wasn't her like it, it it was her singing but like you don't know who the mystery oh, guest. like right. a, put a bag over her head with a oh, question mark right. on it yeah people might recognize the voice which is where I'd obviously so. it's pretty unique yeah exactly where you'd hear that but like if it was hidden from the world that kind of thing and oh, then yeah. like somewhere down the track bang reveal Inter- there it is interesting oh, my experiment God. yeah that's that's where I think it could work because you take away the yeah. name you take away yeah. the brand and then it's just once again about the music. It's yeah. essentially another Slipknot where it's just all about the music be- and then everyone found out who's behind the mask and it kind of ruined it. But yeah. Yeah. That's is where I can sort of see pop- It would
0: reveal a lot of prejudices that that I mean as open-minded as metal people are. Yeah. Yeah, oh, take, absolutely. If you yeah. listen to it on face value and went, like, "Fuck, this is good."
1: Yeah, and then, "Hey, it's me." Ariana Grande. And everyone's like, oh, I like Ariana Grande. Then you would have to look at yourself and go, okay, you need to reevaluate your life choices and and decisions and just appreciate that some people are good at certain things Mm. and other people just, you know, you won't enjoy that regardless of if there's a heavy backing behind it.
0: Yeah, Uh yeah. That'd be an interesting experiment. I'm sure one day we're going to get punked like that out there in the world.
1: And even if it starts off as a joke, like there's there's certain things that start off as a joke. I guarantee that the Poppy's first song X started out as like, oh, let's let's do something funny. (laughs) I want to get in with like the metal crew. (laughs) And then it kind of blew up for like bigger than expected because metal fans jumped on it. Hence why she's now teamed up with Fever Boys and Mm, put this song out. Scary Mask. Very good. See... If you're if you're denying the song when you listen to it and saying it, it's bad, listen to it with a visual because I think Poppy is yeah. a kind of artist where you need to look at what's going on and hear the music in the background as a soundtrack, so to say. Yeah, it's kind of like when you go to when you go to a I slip, really like show the anonymous band that
0: she has playing and like the, the yeah. style and everything yeah. in there
1: is really great because they shred too, and then you yes. hear and you, you hear oh my god the, that solo at the end it was great, yeah, and then you hear the Poppy songs where they just play simplistic pop music. You know, they've got a diverse style. I don't know if it's the same people. I mean, I hope it's the same people. If it's not, then you know, praise to the metal guys, pop guys, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You'll get there one day. Well
0: oh, they're amazing musicians <laughs> as well. Just often what they have to play
1: isn't that's yeah. overly complex. And unfortunately it all comes down to the end of the day with what the labels want you to put out. And yeah, yeah. you know, we've seen examples like this with um Lee Harding. Oh god. Um, so I'm gonna bring this up Did because you see
0: his Oh, it was horrible, Brandon. It was great. It was not. Oh my
1: god, mate. Okay. Let me let me talk about music, record labels for a, sec or a second, because I'm gonna pretend like I know more than what you do for one <laughs> second. His story that captivated me with his audition. He did You mean the old Yeah, the, the old Lee Harding. So he put out yeah. put out the first album. It was a pop punky kind of thing. he was like the rebellious version of Blink One Eight Two that Australia had, one of the very first ones before we got bands like Heroes for Hire and Trophy I was coming through years yeah. later. He then presented them with his second album. And they're like, nah, this is too heavy for us. We don't want this. It got shelved. He got dropped from the label.
0: I don't know any of this because I never really bothered to look into him.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: talking entirely about that Killing in
1: the Name all right, well, we're, that was horrible. We're going to have to agree to disagree here. I love the fact that he's introduced a bit of metal to mainstream TV. And he did his rendition with a shortened version of the song because you're not allowed to do a full performance. You've got to cut down a great song to a minute 40. And I think he included some of the best parts. Sure, it could have used a growl or, or a bit of scream in there. But with that said, I'm keen to see what he does next. Don't judge him on his first, his first song. See what he brings to the table next. And being a metal guy, he will do more metal. I guarantee that. And look, and I'm one of these people who, who has sprooked not to watch this show because in yeah. my opinion, it's all about the mentors and getting their careers back on track again. You see them come and go and then, you know, they blow up afterwards here in Australia. But I don't know. I'm, I'm keen to see what Lee Harding can do when he sort of has his own experience now in the music industry. Like, he's not going to be one of these people who's like, I'm going to do what you tell me that to, to do. He's going to bring something to the table that we haven't seen before.
0: Is it like... Fuck you! I won't do it. You tell me.
1: That's <laughs> essentially that. Oh my god! Which we've seen in his first song. So keep an eye. If you don't want to watch the show, just don't you know, just just keep an eye on what happens on Twitter. That kind of thing, and yeah. watch him do after. Watch what he does afterwards.
0: Uh, I mean, there's also the perspective brownie of like the guy's had a shot.
1: Correct. That's post, right. Yep.
0: Post the the show the first time.
1: Well, but why does he? Okay, why didn't even
0: have I mean he would have been invited to audition.
1: I, I would have that. But I mean at that, that point yeah.
0: they're kind of making a joke out of him. I would By would inviting it, him.
1: They're like, ha ha, let's invite this guy. Let's do it again. Like, let's see him try again." Yeah. He's a, he's a meme thing. online like which you know okay, I mean? yeah, I I know what you mean there. he he is essentially he is one of Australia's memes alongside Shannon Noel, Darrell yeah. Braithwaite, and all that. Yeah, Wasabi's a joke. It is, yeah. But with that said, he has still maintained his ability to prove he is a competent singer. Like he's been doing but then gigs why all do around the voice, man? to to get himself out there a bit more for a new style and the next era of his musical adventures. Because he can only gig through Melbourne so many times and, and play so many shows and not sort of get past that point. So why not jump on a show years later using that credibility and that I'm the popularity.
0: Can we can we just say For the people That aren't seeing this You did air quotes there Credibility Yeah, yeah. Credibility
1: in air quotes ha- Yeah Hashtag Yeah let's Yeah <laughs> please Right so using that to, to launch his next style His next vision With what he's learned From being fucked over In the past so, I want to go and win, get another major label deal and get fucked over again. Is that what he's doing? But, like, uh, but maybe bring a, his own version to it and say, I want to do it version. and I want to do it this way. And if they go, that's not for us, then go If you cool, were truly
0: wanting to do it his way, do it independently.
1: My, if, if he doesn't win, he's already winning, in my opinion. Because anyone who wins this show. You know, show they sign go, them all, right? No. And then, do, do they? Yeah. But what do they do? I mean...
0: Do nothing n- with name, them. Name... They sign them and then shelve their... They, they can't release anything.
1: But look, in saying that, at least the winner will get, you know, the, the, the Westfield Australian tour, yeah, exactly. which is the extent of their, their career in that. But look, I, I I feel that this guy would not... I'd love to sit down with him and, and find out his purpose and what he wants to do. Make it a goal. But let's, I just... Let's get him on the let's podcast. do that. Let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, get no, find, and this is the best I'll thing interrogate about it. Him. Yeah, but I know how these these the, once again contracts come into play. We won't be able to do anything we until after the that. show. Yeah. It won't be it won't be until like after a year after the contract finishes. Actually, up we probably
0: won't because we won't get him because we're going to want him to break stuff down. and yeah. he won't be able to.
1: Well, we'll put it out there. <laughs> this this is the one goal with this podcast that we've oh put so God. far. We will start with that, and then work he's our not going to want to come on now. I've told him is.
0: No. I've said his version of killing the Name is terrible. But not no. going to want Let, to Let's that. see
1: what else he does. He might change it around with his next opinion or his next song.
0: If I even watch it.
1: <laughs> You'll watch it. I'll force you to watch it. Oh, God. Just like we will force you to listen every week if you want to. If you have anything you want us to cover, you need to get in touch with us uh, any way possible. We're happy to talk about local bands, international bands, what's happening in your neck of the woods as well, too.
0: Beautiful. Thank you once again, Brownie. This has been the Matter of Faction podcast, episode three. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that like button. Yeah, smash it. Smash that button.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we'll catch you next week. You've been
0: listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.